Again, everyone, welcome back to our second episode of this weekend. By the way, happy new year to all of our listeners out there of One Patriot Place. You're on the air with Stephen Murph. This is our Friday, actually, it's our Thursday edition this week, uh, where we break down the game and we do a real quick podcast. We go over some of the key matchups, keys to the game from a Patriots perspective, and then we give a quick prediction on how we think this one's going to play out. So, we're going to jump right into it because everyone has a busy day ahead of them today. And uh, we'll get with Murph right off the bat. Murph, Patriots, we talked about them losing to Miami. Now they have to flip the switch. They're moving on to the Tennessee Titans. Tough matchup this week. So what, what's your early impression of the game? Um. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> this is this is the one matchup that I I, I dreaded to see. I really think yep. O'Brien freaking bagged the game last week <laughs> to make sure the Pats were playing this week in this game because this Titans team has been on fire for the last you know six seven weeks. Um. On this program and many others, uh, a lot of people made fun of uh, of Ryan Tannehill over the years, but mostly it was it was getting on Adam Gase and and the revolving door of head coaches that he'd had down there and how he was being used. Mike Vrabel's no idiot. Mike Vrabel's not a moron. Mike Vrabel uh, found a quarterback that could come in and uh, do what he needed he needs to get done and run the system in the way that, that he wants it done, much like somebody else that we all know. Um, <laughs> he pulls no punches, and uh, and he found the guy. And things have been clicking on this offense uh, ever since. So, yeah, this is the matchup I did not want this week. Exactly. The Patriots could have, right, uh, you know, the Pats. Let me, go ahead, go ahead. Let, me, let me interrupt you for a second. So you said Mike Vrabel's no more run. Are you insinuating that Adam Gase is a moron? <laughs> yeah, Adam, Adam Gase is a moron. He's an idiot. He's not a moron. He's an idiot. He's part idiot. idiot I, part I know you, you always tweet that, and I'm like, why yep. does he put an N on the end of that where there should be a T? And I'm like, ah, you know, I'm kind of slow on the uptake here. That's okay. <laughs> a lot of people are. It, it, they don't get it. And everybody keeps yeah. getting on me for, no, that's actually not misspelled. That's a word that I've invented, and I will get yeah. into into Webster's someday. It's an idiot. It's the, it's the byproduct of a marriage where an idiot marries a moron and they have an idiot child. Okay. I love it. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, so, it took me a while to catch on that, but mm, yes. Um, that's all right. I'd like to thank you for being one of the only people that has never said, well, you're an, you're, you're an idiot. You can't even spell idiot. You can't, you, no, no, it's, it's a, it's it's a new word it's a it's a murphism we're, we're there. yeah well you know for the longest time I've been, I've been wanting to say hey there should be a t there and then i'm thinking oh you know he does this all the time wait a minute wait a minute what's he doing and i'm like oh then the little light bulb comes on a dim light bulb with that a very dim light bulb but it came on right and yep. i was like idiot and moron okay and I'm, yep. I'm, then I'm laughing to myself the other day when I finally figured it out. And I'm like, who's the idiot here? I think it's the guy staring back at me in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But, yeah, if you notice, I always use that word with a hashtag. So go and, yes. and hashtag it. And, and you know, yeah. it's the only part. More and more people are starting to pick it up and use it. I really like that. <laughs> I have a sick, twisted following. That's it. And, uh, that's why, and I that's love why them all. We, that's why we get along so well. Yeah, there you go. That's why from, from day one. I mean, it's been, been a decade or so now. And, you know, since day one, Steve and I have got – and that, that doesn't happen for either of us. No, because I don't like most people. <laughs> no, we we each found a woman that'll put up with us, and and you know who That's loves it. us and everything. And we had children, you know, because they're forced to like us. So you know, you gotta like us, and <laughs> not all the time, but most of the time. But other than that, no, it's just me and Steve and a couple of people that we say hi to in the street. <laughs> That's about it. I mean, I yep. I, I, as the mm. older I get and the crankier mm. I get, I, I I like less and less people. You know. Yep. Put it put it this way: if you if you know my son's real name, then we're close. Then we're friends. <laughs> if you don't know my son's real name, then then we are you know acquaintances, people that get along. If if you have no idea that my son's real name isn't Butchie, then we're just you know Twitter pals or whatever. <laughs> that that my oldest son's first name isn't Spawn, and my daughter's name isn't Sip. And, um, and yeah, if you actually know the real ones, then, then yeah, we're close until then. Don't, don't tell me. Yeah. I'm friends with Murph. No, you're not. <laughs> well, it was it's funny. Very... Uh, when my son met you and, uh, your son, you know, yep. and then he was like, I thought his name was Butchie. And I said, no, Murph just calls him that on the internet. So people don't know his son's real name. Right. And he was like, oh. And I said, and, and I brought it up to him the other day. And I was like, because we were talking about you or something. Oh, he heard our podcast the other day. And uh, and he's like, how's Butchie doing? And I was like, hey, you know how he, he calls him Butchie? I said, you know, Mario isn't really your name. And he's like, what? <laughs> and I said, no. I said, I wanted the name because he hates the new Star Wars, this whole new Thing, trio oh, yeah. of movies that came. He hated all of them. That's why I love Mario. And he loves Star Wars, but he hates these yep. last movies. He he refused to go with me the other day. So Did him and really? my wife went to see. Yeah, he went. Him and my wife saw Richard Jewell, and I saw the yep. new Star Wars movie by myself, sitting in the theater, <laughs> happy as a clam because I don't have to fucking pay attention to anybody. But right anyway, so I'm sitting there, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, your name isn't really Mario." And he's like, what? And I was like, 
I named you Obi Wan. <laughs> and he was horrified. He's like, "No, you Obi Wan Balistrieri." Yeah. And I was like, "Mom made us call you Mario because she refused to go along with it." But that's on your birth certificate. You're Obi Wan. <laughs> Oh, I bet he loved it. <laughs> and he, he was like, he was horrified. He was like, oh, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> Mario's great. Love Mario. Anyway, we're, we're off well, on yeah. a tangent. Yeah, we are. We are. But that's why people tune in because we go off on tangents and whatnot. <laughs> you know, Let's we don't have a producer. Page, yeah, we don't have a producer yeah. in our ear yelling, get back on page. <laughs> Not anymore. Not nope. anymore. Thank no, God. we 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 got rid of our producers, and and that was no no we no we're we're perfectly fine on our own. So all right, tell me what are your key matchups this week, and uh, where where do the Patriots have to uh, have to step up big? Yeah, I think it starts the key matchup this week, and it's my number one key to the game is you have to slow down Derrick Henry. The linebackers right. are going to have to play their best game of the year. This year I think because uh, he, he has been, as you said, the Titans have been on fire, and he's been on an absolute roll the last few weeks. Right, and He led the NFL in rushing. He's a beast. He's not an easy guy to bring down with one player. You know, I think he's the kind of guy that can take over a game easily. Mm-hmm. And as you said, I do not like this matchup. This is not a matchup I thought was a good one for the Patriots. No. Um, and it starts with Derrick Henry. And, you know, we see, we've we seen a couple of times this year where the Patriots have had trouble with these big bruising backs. We saw it early in the season with Frank Gore. We saw it mm-hmm. with Nick Chubb. We saw it with the Ravens, obviously. You know, um, the, yep. this, uh, Joe Mixon. I mean, this is the kind of matchup you have to – the linebackers have to be really on top of their game this week. And I think that that's your number one key because if he starts putting them in second and two, you know, third Mm -hmm. and one, that's a recipe for them moving down the field all day long. I think there you go. I've got, I've actually, I have that right in my keys. Um, and, uh, and wow. Sorry. I got a, a, some message reload the, the thing but you know as long as we're still recording that's why i'm on on here um they uh but no uh and one of that that leads into one of my keys which was also about derrick henry and that's to not to set this edge do not let him get outside people force him to run up between the tackles it's it's the lesser of two evils because once this guy gets to the outside it is really unreal. Um, I actually have it written down. Don't let Derrick Henry use his arms, okay? It's not his legs. Derrick Henry's arms are 11 feet long, okay? <laughs> They're actually longer than his entire body. Um, and w- there is nobody, maybe in the history of this league, and that's a long fucking time, people, um, that that gives us if that gives this a hundred years and a hundred years of NFL football. Thank you very much, Wes. That um, 
that that stiff arms the way he does, that uses his arms the way he does. Once he gets to the outside, it's almost impossible to bring him down for uh, a loss or for short yardage. When he gets outside, you're looking at 8, 10, 15 yards. And once he gets moving, it, it, it's just impossible to bring him to down. Bring him down. He, 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 Okay, mute that bad boy there. There you go. Yeah, I muted that. There you go. We <laughs> muted that bad boy. So it is. It's impossible to bring him down. So we're on we're on page right there. You know, keep Derrick Henry in check and let everybody else do what they need to do. So that, but no, that's the first key. That's the double sided uh key this week is to uh is to keep him in check and keep him from getting to the outside. That's where he does his most damage. Make him funnel up through the uh, and run between the tackles. Yep, I totally agree with that. Um, and I mean, it, we were right in tune with that because I think he's the guy that can, you know, take over the game and then he mm-hmm. makes the quarterback's job much easier. And to, to your earlier point, Ryan Tannehill was a guy that wasn't highly thought of. <clears throat> you know, and a, a couple of people, and I'm trying to remember who, but this spring when he was traded to the Titans, a lot of people said that they thought he would be the starter by the end of the season. And he started the last 10 games. They went 7-3. and three. He completed yep. 70% of his passes. He had a quarterback rating of 117, folks. This guy's been playing really, really well, and it all comes from them. Hey, they run the football. That puts him in a good position. He has some talented wide receivers, and Mm -hmm. he knows how to spread the ball around. He's used to having to do things really fast because he didn't have an offensive line in front of him in Miami, so he can process things quickly. I think uh, Tannehill is very underrated uh, with the season he had this year because of, you know, his history in Miami. But, that's it. you know, I think a lot of people are, are looking back and they're like, well, Tannehill isn't anything. Yeah, Watch the tape this year. He's playing really, really good foot. And a lot of that, he like is. you said, comes in with a good coach with, uh, you know, Mike Vrabel. With a clue. <clears throat> and they, they, they put him in, in a position to succeed by – you know, they don't focus on what he can't do. They focus on what he does do well. And right. he can run. He can run as well. He can scramble. Yep. And uh, it, it leads to my, my second key of the game. I'll, I'll give mine out first. Um, sure. And that's don't bite on play action. Um, the uh, <clears throat> the Titans run play action more than anybody in the league right now. Um, it, it, it's unbelievable. Uh, the success that they have on play action. Um, the the Pats, while guys are going to be looking to fill that hole that Derrick Henry is is you know running up through. Um, that's that's when when Tannehill does his most damage. That's when Adam Humphreys, who turned down an opportunity to come here to play there, uh, comes into into uh, into play. That's when. Um, uh, Tajay Sharp does his mm-hmm. his his uh, damage. That's when the youngster AJ Brown um, ends up breaking something out over the top for you know in between 
the levels. Do not bite on play action this week. You're going to have to be disciplined. Mind your gaps and don't shoot them when they don't, you know, don't shoot till you see the whites of his eyes. Okay. Because, <laughs> you know, that's what they're going to do. That's what they're going to do. Once you... Yeah, go ahead. Good. Sorry. No, you broke my train of thought and now I'm fucking, you know, gone. So go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. No, I had okay. too much coffee this morning and then. <laughs> uh, and then on the phone with the VA, you know, will will make me edgy. So that's yeah, why it I'm will. Gonna... It will. But no, don't bite on don't bite on on play action. Um, mind your gaps, and I'm I'm going to keep using that. Don't shoot till you see the whites of their eyes. Absolutely. That's my and second. you know they like I said, uh, if you remember that game last year in in Tennessee, they I mean. The Titans kicked the Patriots behinds for him pretty well, and Corey Davis yep. had a really big game in that one. And now they have Huge. Brown, they have Tarjay Sharp, you know, they have Adam Humphreys, and don't forget Dion Lewis out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, uh, this is this is. I mean, you look at this this Titans team. Um, mm-hmm. They've scored over twenty points the last, I think, seven weeks in a row. Yep. And when the Patriots have allowed 20 points or more this year, they lost. So this is not a good matchup for them. This is a tough game for them. This is not going to be that game a couple of years ago where they rolled over them, you know. Right. This, this, this is, is going to be a tough matchup. Huge revenge game. Yep, this is a huge revenge game for the the people of Tennessee. None of none of the players are still there, but the people are still there, and they're going to be up for it. And I'm glad that at least this is at home. Um, my next yep. key is is don't don't forget about the other guys, okay? And the other guys here are Juno Smith, Michael Pruitt, and Anthony Fersker. I. I just butchered that. I am dyslexic people, and you should see the the way that this word looks to me. For fearsker, they they the um the Titans have three capable tight ends that all do things well, and they like to do to run two set two tight end and even three tight end sets. And we've known in the past that um this has worked against Bills defenses. Um, I, I expect to see a lot of that, and it, it, it's going to go right back into you know my first key that we talked about with Derrick Henry and running things to the to the strong side. Um, everybody's going to have to be you know ready for this kind of alignment on on Saturday night. God, man, I hate the fact that we're playing this game on Saturday night. But that, that's it. Don't forget the other guys. Deion Lewis will do damage in this game and will enjoy himself doing it. You know, there are uh, the guys that everybody else out there is forgetting about. You know, everybody focuses on Derrick Henry. Everybody focuses on A.J. Brown. Don't forget about this this group of tight ends. Absolutely. And, and you know, that's, uh, that's a, a big key because we saw last week you know that's how the dolphins won the game in the end they they moved yep. down the field and they hit their tight end on a, a slant up the you know up the seam scored a touchdown mm-hmm. with 29 seconds left i mean that's that's how you have to attack the, this patriots defense you know and it's a question of execution miami executed last week uh, 
we'll see if Tennessee can can do that. I mean, that's um, hopefully the defense plays better than it did a week ago. You know, but what you How got could next? Play worse. Couldn't play yeah, worse. What I got yeah. next is 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 flood the middle of the field. Um, that's what I got next. Uh, a lot of the damage last week uh, done last week done in in every loss that you saw this week was was the fact that there was nobody in the middle of the field to cover the middle of the field for the Patriots on defense. They're going to have to do that. Otherwise, Adam Humphreys and A.J. Brown are going to go off with those slants and crossers that uh, have given the Patriots so much trouble in every L that they've taken this year. Good good point. And uh, I, I'm going to use that as my my second key. For the Patriots, mm-hmm. because I think they need somebody other than Edelman and James White to step up this week in the passing game. And, and I think Tennessee is going to take a page right out of what Miami did last week. Because if you notice, the Patriots the last three weeks have been running the ball much, much better. They ran for 175 yards against uh, Cincinnati, 145 against Buffalo, and I think they had a, was 135, I think it was, against yep. – um, Miami. So they've been running the ball very well. So how Miami kind of limited that, they were cheating their linebackers up in the gaps and they were shooting their linebackers trying to slow down the running game. Mm-hmm. Well, normally if you do that against the Patriots, you know, when Rob Gronkowski was here, they would have made you pay dearly for that. And they would attack the middle of the field, attack the seams with the tight ends and, Last week, Matt Lacoste had a big offer, and Ben Watson had one catch for four yards. That's my yep. second key is they have to get all these other guys, you know, involved in the passing game because Edelman is banged up. And if if you're Tennessee, I shoot my linebackers early downs, get you into passing, mm-hmm. and then I'm I'm bracketing Edelman all game long and making you beat us somewhere else. And there you go. And, and so Beautiful. this week for the Patriots, you have to get these other guys involved. These other guys have to step up. The tight ends this year have been terrible. I mean, they've caught combined. The two of them caught 30 passes, 30, um, 30 passes. You know, that's 30 disgusting combined. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. The guy that they had here last year that couldn't stay healthy. A kid that I liked. Jacob Hollister could never stay oh, on yeah, the they, field. Yep. And they, they traded Jacob Hollister, and he he finally stayed healthy this year, caught 49 passes for the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Isn't that always so. the way? It's always yeah. the way. Nobody <laughs> nobody didn't like Hollister. They they just didn't like the fact that he was he was always banged up, and he was yeah, always couldn't stay healthy. Yep. He just couldn't stay healthy. You know, it wasn't the fact that anybody, you know, didn't like him, and they ended up getting something play. for him. And, yeah. and we were we were kind of happy about it, that they got something for him, because we all thought that he would just be, you know, cut for that reason, the fact that he can't um, that he can't uh, stay healthy. But, no, that, that one of my keys this week is, is to use uh, every blade in the Swiss Army knife. So, you know, we're <laughs> on the same page right there, man. To pull out that Swiss Army knife, use everything, even the corkscrew, because everybody has to be involved this week. Everybody. Uh, it yep. can't be a one-man show. Uh, Edelman is just too banged up to, to do any of that right now. 
it, it's not going to happen. I, I, these other guys have got to get involved, and they have to do their job, which is hang on to the ball, please, which is one of the things that um, – that I felt good about last week is is the fact that you know there weren't a lot there weren't too many drops most most of the 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 problems on uh passing downs last week if if I can say this is and and not get shot in the head were on Tom Brady <laughs> they were you know just deal with it people Tom did not have a good game but he rarely has two bad games in a row so uh it, it practically never happens so as long as other the other guys are being used and they hang on to the ball, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna feel good about the the Pats' chances. Very good. And my last. Go ahead. You want to go first? No, you go first. Nope. No. Uh, okay. You go first, nope. and then I'll finish it up. All right. My last my last key to this game is keep the Titans out of the red zone. Not just tighten up. I want them kept out of the red zone this week. Um, if you bend, this Tennessee team will break you. Um, since Tannehill has taken over, Tennessee has been freaking amazing in the red zone. They convert on 76% of their trips inside the 20-yard line. Keep them outside of the red zone. It is paramount this week to get three and outs, to bury them deep, and then get them off the field. Do not let this team get inside the 20s. That's a very good key, and that's very important because we know the Patriots have struggled inside the red zone. And right. Tennessee has not. So, uh, no, you know, the key for the Patriots is scoring outside the red zone before you get there. And uh, exactly. And keeping, yeah. And Take keeping your shots the, from the uh, 30. Yep. And keeping the Titans out of there as well, because, uh, you know, that's I mean, I, I, like I said, this is just not a matchup I was happy about. Uh, as tough as Buffalo is, I would have rather them face Buffalo a third time this year yep. than to face Tennessee in the wild card. I mean, I'm just going to call it like I see it. So um, my third key is is they have to find a way to get the turnover machine going again. Two weeks in a row, they've had no turnovers. And, yep. um, you know, the pass rush the past couple of weeks is – Getting there, but not quite getting there. Not I mean, quick this is, yeah. I mean, early in the year, they were getting home. They were getting the sacks. They were getting the strip, you know, the strip sack, mm-hmm. the the hit, the quarterback hit that causes a Aaron pass and, a, you know, an interception. They're not getting those right now. This is a week they really need to get that game back going, you know. Um, yep. That's why uh, it goes back to the linebackers. I think the linebackers are going to have to play their best game of the year. They're going to have to get home on these blitzes, not just get some pressure, but get in, get the sack, you know, end a drive, make them punt or force it over because they really need some turnovers this week. Mm-hmm. This offense just is not – it's not scoring enough points where you're going to be able to feel like you can beat the best teams now because now – you know, the chaff has been removed, and now, you know, you have the best teams left in the conference. Right. And you're going to have to score more than 17 or 20 points to win these games. That's it. And you're going to, you're, you're talking 24, 28 points to be able to win these games. And to win these games at that, at that number, 
that the defense is going to have to do something. And that, that was my last key also was, was a special teams key. I need the special teams to step up really big this week, block a punt, block a fricking, um, a field goal, create a turnover on a kickoff and get a ball right back for us. That was it. See, I'm looking more towards the special teams creating that turnover than the defense. I would like to see the defense get a little old school. All right. I, I really, really want to see um, Gilmore on the number two and I want to double uh, their number one. This, this kid is just, just unbelievable. Gilmore as great as get Gil. One of the reasons that, that Gilmore has, has done what he does is because he's so smart and in the way that he plays, if you watch him and his techniques, uh, it's, it's very, he gambles a lot. And when you gamble, you're going to sooner or later, you're going to lose. And this is when you're playing a, a, against better competition and better competition, the chances that you lose are much bigger than what they are when, you know, you're going up against anybody else and, and Gilmore is, is picking off the Giants or picking off um, even Tannehill or, or anybody that you want to talk about. Um, I, I want to see them get a little old school and put Gilmore on the number two. And then I want to see a um, a nice double, the, the old double teams on, on the other side with, with you know, A.J. Brown. So, that's that's my last key of the game. Awesome. That time, prediction time, that baby. Is. Oh man, we're gonna get Who fucking got? killed for this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Look, man, I I just I know you're gonna kill me for this, man. You're gonna homer me for this. I have been forever. The glass half full guy—I mean, half empty guy—and our buddy Russ Goldman has been the glass half full guy. But I'm going to go full on Russ Goldman this week, man. I, it's January. It's it's home. The, the, when was the last time the Pats lost a home freaking playoff game? It's been a long time, folks. And I think the Patriots are going to pull this one out. This is not going to be easy at all. Um, they're going to need to, you know, put all of our keys in the ignition and turn it for it to happen. But I've got the Patriots winning this game 28-24. Wow. I like your prediction. I like it a lot better than mine. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can, I, I, I know. I know what you're going to do. I know. I'm, I'm serious. I, like I said, I mean. When when the schedule came out, and then you know on Sunday night after the Miami game, I wrote the the worst thing that could happen for a team that really needed the buy that's beat up is for the the league to give them the short week. And what did they draw? They drew yep. a short week. So not only do you not get a bye week, but you get a short week. And with you the get a short team week bang, banged up against mm-hmm. a very very little Titans team, I don't like this matchup. I've been saying it all week. I, I just yep. I think that loss against Miami is is really took some wind out of their sails. I think that that kind of shocked them a little bit. I don't think they win this week. I really don't. I think they're gonna they're gonna fall twenty four seven. I knew you were gonna go there, and I can't fault you for it. I, I really can't. <laughs> this Titans team, folks, is is the most balanced team in the playoffs on on in either conference. 
Okay, and and that is is scary. Um, you 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 put that in with with a quarterback that believes in himself and a, and a coach that believes in him and believes in the system that they're running. It, it, it's all keys for disaster. But I, I just you know you're the voice of reason, and you know that's why we do this show. It's not often that we we disagree, and it, it's really close on this one whether or not we're agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's I, really I just, fucking I, like close. I said. I, you know, I, I would have. It sounds crazy, you know. To, mm-hmm. Oh, let's play the Bills a third time. I would uh, again. Right. I would rather play Buffalo a third mm-hmm. time than than Tennessee this week. Now, maybe. Yep. You know, if you had the bye week and Tennessee's coming in next week in the divisional round, maybe I, I would feel differently about that. But uh, you know, coming in a short week against a team that's on a roll right now, right. I just I don't like this matchup, and 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 I just I just, Vrabel scares the shit out of me. You watch, <laughs> man. You 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 folks watch. He's going to end up having a linebacker catch a fucking touchdown pass in this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny when Atlanta not... Roberts caught that last week. Vrabel was the first yeah. guy I thought of, you know, because yep. I was like the last uh, Patriots linebacker to catch a pass was Mike Vrabel. Mm-hmm. And Rabel comes in here, and he will have this team coming in here with with no trepidations. There's going to be no fear factor involved. This is not, you know, this is not anybody else walking in here. The 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 Pats have shown chinks in the armor all season long, and that and the fact that that Mike just knows football so well. He is such a. I mean, you think some of the guys that follow us on uh, that we or some of the guys that follow us on Twitter and, and whatnot that we have you you check out our, our film junkies. This, this guy runs film in his head while he's asleep. Okay, that's what he dreams about. And, and he is just nuts. And he's out there looking for anything to exploit. And there are things to exploit on this team that he's he has the tools to do. The Patriots are going to need to believe me. The Patriots are going to need some luck on Sunday to um, to to come out on top, and for my prediction to uh, to be uh, more than wishful thinking here, folks. That's that's <laughs> you know my last words on the day. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like this matchup. I really don't. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, uh, I'm hoping that they can. You know, circle the wagons and and pull out a victory here. And um, I mean, yep. would if they won, would it shock me? No, of course not, because no. we've seen them do it too too many times. But right, um, we'll see. But I it's mean, not this... gonna, it's, it won't shock me if they if they don't win this game. Nope. Put it that way. No, nope, won't shock me in the least. All right, man. Good show. All Good right. Show. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> we will be back on what Tuesday? Are we gonna come Monday. back Tuesday? Monday. Monday. We're going to do Monday. Okay. Yeah. All right. We, we will be back on Monday, folks. We'll line up a great guest for you. Win, lose, or, you know, there's no draws here. It's the playoffs. <laughs> um, yes, and we'll be, we'll be talking about this playoff game, and one of us will be deemed a smart guy, and one of us not so much. So <laughs> An idiot. <laughs> yeah, an idiot. Maybe I, I wouldn't mind being the idiot this week, so. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind it either. 
Because <laughs> if I'm the 80 on, it's two strikes against us. <laughs> the, the Pats are done for the season, and we're we're going to be talking about other games in the, in the weeks to come. And we don't want to do that, man. We haven't had to do that no. in a very long time. And you folks, you, you don't want to come in here and listen to us talk about other, other teams. We'll probably start breaking down film for the draft if the Pats lose. Yeah. Here's our first mock draft of the year. Oh, my God, yes. I'm not ready for that yet. No, I'm not. Phil Perry did one the other day, and I was just like, Phil, you're killing me. You're killing me. Yeah, it's way too soon for that this? stuff. All right. All right. So take us out of here, man. We'll put a bow on this. This is a good one. All right. Well, from myself, Steve Balistrieri, Thomas Murphy, all of us here at One Patriot Place, we want to thank everyone for listening. You can find our podcast at fullpresscoverage.com, where they carry all of our podcasts there. Our, our Tuesday podcast, you can find at WBLZ, and uh, as well as Full Press Coverage. So we'll be back on Monday. We'll be breaking down this game. Hopefully we'll be talking about the Patriots moving on to Kansas City. Uh, but we'll see how that all breaks down. For myself, Steve Balistrieri, Thomas Murphy, have a great day, folks, and uh, Happy New Year.